same. The Big Fib. Let's play the game. The Big Fib. We're still on fire, busting liars. But now, the Big Fib. From Plano, Texas, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the supercharged fuel efficiency of truth and the turbulent air sickness of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience. Hello, Deborah. <laughs> Would you care for one lump or two? Uh, pardon me? How many sugars, love? It's tea time here, and I fixed you a spot of tea. Well, that's very kind of you. Um, I'll take one sugar, please. Oh, uh, sorry, love. We're out of sugar. Fancy some ketchup with your tea? Uh, definitely not, but thanks anyway. right more for me. (laughs) Yes. uh, Well, while you're having your tea, can you please tell us how our game works? Indeed, I will. (laughs) Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One of the grown-ups that I just mentioned is an expert. A different one of the grown-ups that I previously mentioned a few sentences ago. (laughs) Well, that expert, that expert's a liar. And it is the job of a human child who I haven't mentioned heretofore Mm. to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid, we hope. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about airplanes. An aircraft with wings driven by a propeller or jet engine. Lisa, do you know much about airplanes? Or are you going to tell me you have a relative who is an airplane? (laughs) No, no airplane relatives. But my second cousin twice removed is an airport self-service check-in kiosk. Ooh, that's cool. Those kiosks definitely make checking in less stressful and more efficient at the airport. You must be very proud. Uh, yeah, sure. Proud. I mean, he's no sound effects robot, but he serves a purpose in his own small but who cares way. <laughs> yes, and and you serve many valuable purposes, like telling us about our contestant. Yeah, I'm pretty valued. Uh and instrumental in this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, my cousin uh, could never do this. (laughs) Our human child contestant is an 11-year-old who loves playing basketball. Gabe Boyarski. Hi, Gabe. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to hear it. Well, welcome to the Big Food. We're glad that you're here. Thank you. Tell us about basketball. You love basketball. Do you have a favorite team? Yeah, I like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is there a favorite player in that team? Well, um, my favorite player was... Russell Westbrook, but then he traded to the Rockets. Yeah, now he's dead to you. <laughs> no. No, I still like him, actually. So fickle. Um, and I understand your favorite subject in school is dismissal. Tell me, how does that subject work? Do you show up and then wait to be dismissed, or do you have to practice being dismissed? Are there dismissal tests? <laughs> well, um, dismissal is not really a subject, but like, oh, <laughs> my favorite subject would probably be P.E. because I think it's the most fun. Oh, peanut butter eating. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it has to. It's actually it stands for physical education. So sport and calisthenics, right? Health, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, Gabe? Yeah. I like peanut butter. (laughs) I don't think that he does any peanut butter eating during P.E. Is that correct, Gabe? Yeah, I don't. Um, Okay. well, we do want to learn some more fun facts about you, Gabe, but we're going to do it the big fib style by playing two truths and a lie. 
So you, Sir Gabe, you're going to tell us three facts about yourself. Two of those facts will be true. One of those facts will be a lie. And we will try to figure out which one is the lie. Gabe, tell us what your three facts are. I went on a ride at Six Flags that went backwards while doing flips in the air over 50 times. Another one is I am vice principal. I'm vice president at my school. Whoa. And my third fact is that I like cats. Oh, my goodness. Very different. Okay, well, what do you think, Lisa? Oh, boy, I don't I don't think anyone likes cats. <laughs> Pretty dubious of that. Uh, he says he's vice principal? Vice president. Vice principal. A vice president. Yeah. No, I know who the vice president is, and it's not you, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> you know who the vice president of his school is? Oh, of his school? No, no idea. Yes. No idea. I don't know. It's probably Gabe. <laughs> Uh, I think that one that is a lie is the first one about the roller coaster because it sounds dangerous and I don't see him flipping right now. Okay, fair point. All right, Gabe, which one of those facts is actually a lie? Um, I don't really like cats that much. Oh, that was my you got it wrong, Lisa. because nobody likes cats. That's not true. But that means that you are vice president of your school? Yes. That's amazing. And then... Can you, as vice president, make dismissal a subject? <laughs> no, I can't. I don't have that much power, but... That's too bad. Our first expert is Corey Pitcairn. Corey, please introduce yourself to Gabe. Hi, Gabe. My name's Corey Pitcairn, and I'm an aviation journalist. Thank you, Corey. Let's meet our second expert, Deb Henneberry. Deb, please introduce yourself to Gabe. Hi, Gabe. I'm Deb Henneberry, and I'm a commercial pilot and flight instructor. Lisa, I like those squawking sounds. My check-in kiosk cousin could never tell you that. It's hot seat time. True, certainly not. And that's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Gabe's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Corey hit Karen because there's a type of dog called a Karen Terrier. And they're very cute. And one of them was in the Wizard of Oz. And he gets to go first. <laughs> so what's your first question for Corey, Gabe? Okay, my first question for Corey is... What powers airplanes? Yeah, uh, what powers an airplane is the airplane's engine. What's interesting, though, is that it's uh, the engine that gives the plane the ability to move forward at high speeds, but it's actually the air moving over the wings of the airplane, and that air then pushing downwards, generating lift that lifts the plane into the air. Mm. That sounds, I mean, I don't know anything, but that sounds good. (laughs) I was just fact-checking for you, Gabe. That sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What makes airplanes a safe way to travel? And I'll ask Deb that one. Okay. Uh, So a few things. Number one, um, we have a lot of rules and regulations that have been put in place. Uh, So the pilots have to follow those rules and regulations, the mechanics, the air traffic controllers. And then we've gotten better over time because in the last 30 years, we've learned a lot about how to make our training a lot better. And when something goes wrong, we actually look back on it. We examine it very deeply and we learn from those lessons. So hopefully as pilots or controllers or mechanics, we don't make the same mistake twice. What is a typical day for your job? And I'll ask Corey that one. Sure. Um, You know, I'm usually working the phones and the emails, reaching out to representatives from various airlines. I 
kind of discuss the new features and technology they're implementing because I'm a journalist and I'm looking for stories that'll be of interest to the people buying and operating planes. And if I'm really lucky, I get to be the first person on a new plane, like when it's, you know, still got that new plane smell. And uh, <laughs> I'm sometimes really lucky I get to get to fly it myself and see the technology in action. So um, another one. Have they invented a new thing in airplanes, like a new thing that could like make a big change in the typical airplane? In-seat popcorn machine. <laughs> yeah, the new airplanes are going to have in-seat popcorn machines. So each person can make their own popcorn right in their seats with their own seasonings that they want. <laughs> That's a great idea. Corey, write it up right now. That's a big scoop. <laughs> I'd like to ask both of them that one. Oh. Okay. Well, sure. I mean, one that I've been following that I think is super great is the use of virtual reality headsets that exist that uh, it's kind of like a, an instrument display that you would get in a car. Sometimes they have heads up displays that are projected on the on the windshield. And, and these are ways in which pilots can monitor the information of their flight. It's a projected system of information that's really fascinating and exciting. That's something I I'm watching uh, two things that come to mind. One actually isn't that new. It's called ADSB, and it's a, a very um, precise way for airplanes to see each other and for the controllers to see the airplanes. And while that's old, it only became mandated as of January 1st this year. So all airplanes have to have that based on where they're flying. And a brand new development that just coming out is what we call an auto land system. Um, they're not on the airliners yet, but uh, only a couple airplanes have these right now. But if the pilot became incapacitated or felt like they were gonna pass out or something really bad was gonna happen, you can hit a button and the airplane can land itself. Whoa. Whoa. That's really cool. Okay. Um, what is the favorite part about flying on airplanes? My favorite part of flying is the perspective that it gives me of the world because things look very different from up there. And uh, we seem much more united when we're looking from 30,000 feet and we're looking at everything going on down below us. It seems much simpler from up in the air. Mm. My favorite flights that I did, I used to fly a seaplane up in Alaska. And if you've ever been to Alaska or seen pictures of Alaska, uh, the mountains and the lake, uh, just all the terrain there is so beautiful. So that's one of my favorite flights. And then my other favorite flight, since Gabe, I know you're from New Jersey. So I used to take people for sightseeing flights along the Hudson River and I showed them the Statue of Liberty and all kinds of good stuff. And that was just a lot of fun for everybody. Mm, that's cool. I, I love, uh, obviously, I, I sort of love that also getting uh, up above the world and looking down and, and realizing that we're all just one big community on one planet trying to to get along but what i also love is is the science and technology and the creation of flight the fact that we're able to use our man-made skills to put us into the air and and give us that freedom i find i constantly fascinating and and uh delightful when you really think about the magic of it have um this this question is again both for both of you guys um have you ever jumped out of an airplane parachuted off of it yeah and if not why <laughs> i spent too much time and money learning how to fly them than to jump out of them <laughs> i i agree when i was when i was in college i bungee jumped once and that's about it oh yeah bungee jumping school terrifying <laughs> i would think so 
If you love the Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Gabe, you can ask Corey your Shorts on Fire questions now. What is the central part of an airplane where you can find the passengers, crew, and cargo? The cabin. Secret base. What causes your ears to pop during a flight? There's uh, air in your ear. It's trapped in there, and as the atmospheric pressure changes, uh, the air expands and contracts, and that gives you the popping. Who was the first female pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? Amelia Earhart. What is the oldest airline? British Airways. What do you call the paved area at an airport where airplanes park? Fuel, load, and unload. Uh, tarmac. What are the first and last names of the brothers who flew the first power-driven airplane in 1903? That would be the Wright brothers, Orson and Walter Wright. Who was the first African-American woman to earn a pilot's license in 1921? Mm, pass. Are airplanes and jets the same thing? All jets are airplanes, but uh, all airplanes are not necessarily jets. And that would be time. That's the time. That's all the time we got, okay? Very good. Lisa, please restart the timer for Deb. It's done. Thank you so much. Gabe, you can ask Deb your shorts on fire questions now. What do you call the building that is big enough to hold an airplane for storage and repairs? Hangar. What is a quadriplane? A plane with four wings. Uh, They tape four planes together. (laughs) Why do pilots and co-pilots have to eat different meals on a plane? Uh, In case the food is bad, both people won't get sick. What was the name of the flying machine Leonardo da Vinci designed? What is the unit of measurement that pilots use to measure the speed of an aircraft? Knots. What is the nickname given to the autopilot system? Pass. What is the biggest aircraft? The A380. Why does airplane food taste so bad? Probably because there's a lot of preservatives in it. Okay, and that is time. That was time, guys. That was really good. It's decision time. We can't drag it out any longer. Gabe, tell us who you think our liar is. This is really hard because Corey in the beginning, the facts that he was giving me didn't seem really straight. But then at the end, when I questioned Deb, she kind of passed on a lot and some of them seemed really right. 
So mm. kind of confused about this one. Mm, maybe they're both liars. Is that possible? <laughs> no, it is not possible. One of them is an expert. I'm gonna say Deb is the is the liar. Okay. And Corey is the um, expert. Is the oh. expert. Okay. Well, we're gonna find out right now. You ready? Yes. Will the actual airplane expert please tell us who you are? It's Deb. Oh, oh, man, that is correct. (laughs) Deb Henneberry is a commercial pilot and flight instructor. It's time for some fact-checking. Deb, how did Corey overshoot the truth? I thought Corey did a great job. In those initial uh, questions, I I thought he hit it out of the park. Um, There were just a few things that uh, he missed in the Mm rapid-fire questions. Um, To my knowledge, the oldest airline is KLM. Mm -hmm. Um, the Wright brothers were Orville and Wilbur. Right. They got the last name right. And um, the first African-American lady to get her pilot's license was Bessie Coleman. Very cool. Yes. I was confused. He was so good at the... He was good at lying, Yeah, that's not fair. He? We didn't know he was going to be good. <laughs> that's true. Okay, Corey, what lies did you share that made pilots everywhere want to throttle you? Well, Deb got most of them. Um, the one that you asked about the central part of the airplane where you can find the passengers, the crew, and the cargo, I said was the cabin. Mm. Uh, I believe that's actually the fuselage. Right. Correct. Correct. Right. That's right. Yeah, she did pick up on most of your lies. True. And we should mention also, just because they were random facts that maybe uh, even an expert wouldn't know, the name of the flying machine that Leonardo da Vinci designed was the Ornithopter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the nickname given to the autopilot system, George. Oh, I know George. Do you? (laughs) George, if you're listening, text me back. I really would like to play foosball. Yeah, that would be fun, I'm sure. Okay, well, we have reached the final approach of our flight er, episode today. Thanks to our pilot in control and contestant Gabe. Thank you to our expert and liar Deb and Corey. And to Lisa, who has a real flair for sound. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we lose all the luggage of lies and always propel the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. We know you have a choice in podcasts, and we want to thank you for flying the Big Fib skies. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Oded. I'm Ethan. I'm Awa. And And we're we're a GZM family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Do you wish this was you? Go to gzmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. And you may hear your GZM family at the end of a podcast. Let your voice be heard at gzmshows.com slash shoutout.